I think these are, um, I was sending some messages to some of you guys. I think these are some of the most important messages I could ever get in the next two, three weeks. And, and uh, uh, I want to share a testimony of people that have probably received this message um, better than most people I've ever seen. It's Ron and Marthy's friends, Kurt and Katie up in Kalispell. And he sent me this and you know, it's, re- it's really starting to live out of the Spirit, removing every barrier that we think there could be in our minds. But I want to read this to you because uh, this is really cool. And so some of you guys know their story. Like, uh, she was pretty sick and seizures and different things. Um, and I'm, I'm not going to read all of it because it's, it's pretty long, but most of it I'll read. So anyway, so here it says, it says, this chapter in our life began seven years ago when Katie was miraculously healed by God, which opened up her eyes to meeting God as our veils from the wrong belief had blinded us. We immediately began witnessing supernatural healings all day in and day out. It's all unexplainable, all God. But the last three years, we've, had to, we've started to see significant changes in the rest of our personal life. This has happened more and more the further we have been moved from religion. Everything has begun to open up. We've moved on to many great teachers, the same ones you, you have many times before you even mention their names in sermons. <clears throat> this change of belief has begun to allow us to see who we really are. We have begun to live in those who we we have began to live in who we are, not who we want to be. See, you're connected to the great I am. Amen. You're not trying to become religions. Religion um, celebrates uh, distance and uh, separation, and you can become versus you are. Amen. So he is the I am, and he's in you. So you are. Does that make sense? So you just got to start living out of your I amness, is what they're saying here. So <clears throat> we have begun to live in who we are, not who we want to be. We were able to pay off $104,000 in medical debt before Katie was healed. We didn't pray to be debt free. We just lived as if we had more. We didn't do Dave Ramsey. We went on vacations, multiple trips, many locations. <laughs> we just lived life without fear or financial anxiety. Unknowingly, we paid an average of $17, $1,700 a month off of our debt over the last five years. Doing all those things, by the way, right? Not concentrating on debt and living meagerly and anything like that. <clears throat> this, this May, which is the start of our exterior portion of our painting business, Katie said, wouldn't it be nice to make $25,000 a month? Well, things seem to be supernaturally get completed as if time stopped and we're able to get significantly more done. The month after she said it, we made over 27000 the number continues to climb month by month. We drive by neighborhoods and say, it would be nice to paint that house over there. And we'd get a call the following day or two. We look directly at houses and say, it'd be nice to paint that one too. And we get a call within a few days and we do it. Usually we're not even bidding against anybody else. We're included in the annual list of Flathead Valley's best painters, which is voted on by the consumers. We didn't even know we had been nominated. There are 184 painting contracts in the Valley and we were recognized as being in the top five. All the other contractors on the list advertised on the list to get on it. I've had days this summer where I didn't even want to answer my phone, so I decided I didn't want any more calls until we get caught up with our work. My phone wouldn't ring until I had someone, something to effect of, it would be good to line up some more work for a month out. It really is the I am life. <clears throat> for, the fast, for the past five years, we've been talking about if we could ever buy a home, that would be great. It seemed overwhelming to think we would ever be homeowners with the way our finances looked. To all God's glory, we closed on a house this last Tuesday. It's everything we had been imagining. House on the river, minimal maintenance, not a long drive to town, all came into a fruition with no work on our part. Just being and living with, with who we are created to be victorious. Is that awesome? Is that awesome? So we now say, how much do we want? We just giggle because knowing it's coming in divine speed every time. No waiting, pleading, groveling, just celebrating. 
Just like you've been saying in business, it will get to a place where people are calling you and wanted to do business. It has happened, we have contractors calling saying, I have to have a job done. We have homeowners only getting bids from us. We say we are booked. They say, whatever we need to do, you have it. We are busier than we've ever been and we enjoyed and, and yet overjoyed in the process. We had a friend call us and ask if we would have a few months of work for him this winter. Usually we try to take the winters off. We told him we aren't looking for anything, but if work comes our way, we would, we would help. A few days later, one of the contractors we do work for called and said, I have a 5,600 square foot remodel. You're the painters. We look at the job. It's more than enough, plenty left over. We called our friend and said, you asked and you received. We go on and on. I could go on and on because this is our daily life. We're so grateful for the truth, the real truth. It has set us free. We couldn't imagine going back to living in workspace religion. Heck, we even get, we got, <laughs> this is funny because I relate. <clears throat> Heck, we even got kicked out of that club a few years ago. God closed that door. Thank you and Barb for continuing to, to tend to our hearts, water it with truth, and for, the, and for loving us when life was dark. The best is yet to come. Kurt and Katie. Is that awesome or is that awesome? I love that. So guess what? They're just conscious of the anointing in them. They're conscious. That's what I wanted to talk to you about. Religion gets you busy. Sonship just lets you receive. Hey, there's Sula, and the good guys won one today, right? I was thinking about you all day. Yeah. I was last month, too, and I thought they're done, but I didn't want to. I'm sure you were more depressed last week, weren't you? Yeah. Hey, I, I, will, I will bet this. Nebraska will be contending for national championships in four years. Yeah. Don't you believe that? I do. He's a stud coach. They're just one in six right now. So anyway, <laughs> all right, let's get into this. No, hey, they got to start somewhere. That's why the coach was fired, right? So anyway, um, let's go through this. Removing the imaginary barriers of life. Guys, do you realize that uh, you're in him? The Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit have included, in you their, in, included you in their life, and it's nothing external. Everything comes from the inside out, right? The kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy, what? Inside, in the spirit, Amen. It's not eat and drink or anything like that. He goes, it's inside. The Holy Spirit is in the midst of you. The, the, the kingdom's in the midst of you. He's trying to get him. It's not an external thing. But if you get this right, everything external starts to change as well. So I want to teach you guys over the next couple of weeks really how simple it is to live victoriously in every area, just like that. How many of you guys are interested in that? And it's not hard. It's not hard. There's no grunting, praying, fasting, nonsense. Do this more, do this less. It's simply operating in who you already are. Does that sound good? It sounds good, doesn't it? That's like good news. So uh, anyway, let's go through this. So Mark 9, 23, you've all heard this. If you can believe, how many things? All things are possible to him who believes. Now, I was taught this. Pray and fast, pray in tongues, do all these things, get your belief meter up. How well did it work for most of you? I got more frustrated, to be honest with you. I go, man, before I learned all these religious things, I'd like just kick butt in life. Because I just believe stuff. I just believe things would happen. And really, if we take that word believe, it means persuaded. Now, the good news is we can teach you how to be persuaded so faith is effortless. Amen? Is faith important? Yes, but you don't have to work it up, sweat it out, do any of this stuff. You don't have to call all of your friends and do a prayer chain. He freely gives it to you. Amen? Does it sound good so far? So all things are possible. So he lives in, this is where the quantum physics comes in too. It's limitless possibilities, not challenges. So when Jesus came upon something, did he ever go, oh, Father, I'm stumped on this one? <laughs> Never. And that's why we want you to be conscious of Christ in you, the hope of glory. What we want you to be conscious of is, hey, you know what? This looks like a potential barrier, but I know there's no barriers in his world, and I'm one with him, and we're going to overcome this with him. Not by power, by might, but inwardly. Amen? Does that make sense? 
So I don't care what your situation is. What, I don't care what the, the problem is. Really, I want you to get your start, your mind on the limitlessness of God to overcome every situation. Were there some situations that were not overcomable in this? In the natural, yeah. You know, people would be like, they would have sent them down all these religious roads and they'd probably still be upset about God. And when they really just started realizing, you know what? All things are possible to him who believes. That's pretty cool to me. So 2 Corinthians 10.5, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into the captivity to what? The obedience of Christ. Now what's Christ again? The anointing. I carry the anointing. So I don't care what it is. I don't care what's going on. Take every thought captive. That means don't even go there, right? Don't spend any mental time. Don't spend any mental energy on anything but I'm the anointed one. And so if we look in the Old Testament, the, the, the spirit was poured out on who? The prophets, priests, and kings, but it would come and go. But I want you to go look. When it, when it was on, when the, when the anointing fell on the prophets, priests, and kings, look what they did. And it's just stories, guys. It's allegories and metaphors, etc. But whole armies were wiped out with, just by praising. Amen? So it's, just, it's obviously a metaphor. Um, if you want to believe it was a real thing, that's fine too. Because that's even better, right? Like, wow, an army fell down and killed itself because I was praising God? That's good, right? So if you want to take it literally, fantastic. That's even, then that, that would even be better. I think it's more metaphorical where it's just a picture of, hey, the anointing, there's no situation Earthly things bow at the anointing, amen? And so darkness bows at light. And so bring every thought to the obedience of all of heaven's, all of heaven's resources flow to me. They did to the prophets, priests, and kings in the Old Testament. And the New Testament says this. Jeremiah prophesies about it in, in Jeremiah 31, I think it is. And then uh, um, in Acts of the Apostles and Hebrews, at different times it talks about it. He said, uh, hey, this is the new covenant. I'm going to pour out this anointing on all what? Flesh. And that word flesh is sarks. So do you realize that every human being, everybody that has skin, his anointing is on them? And it says, all will know me from the least to the greatest. And you're not going to need a a rabbi to to teach you about God because you're going to know me in here. Amen? So think about this. What came on the prophets, priests, and kings, they did miracles and things. And, and, uh, you know, the early church... It's fascinating to me because that's what I'm really trying to get you. They were conscious of the anointing. They were conscious of Christ in us, the confident expectation that we can have glory, that we can have supernatural business growth, that we can have supernatural health, divine protection, etc. We can have all of it because we're more conscious. We're taking, when situations arise where we think, hey, this isn't going to work, he goes, take that thought captive. Don't even go there. Be conscious of the anointing. Christ in you. Isn't that what it says? Take every thought captive to the obedience of Christos. Christos, the anointed one. You're one with the anointing. Isn't that cool? So if Jesus was cruising around in a business, what would it look like? Wow. So when you're cruising around in a business, what should it look like? Wow. So we're going to talk about in the next couple of weeks that people should marvel. I remember we read an old book, Smith Wigglesworth, and he goes, men should marvel. And I was like, Yes. That's the life I want to live, where people go, wow. That way there's no boasting. We can't do it, but it's pretty fun while you're in the midst of it. Amen? And I think they're having fun, don't you? Got kicked out of church, but things are working, right? (laughs) (laughs) Which I love. I love. So anyway, you know Jesus got kicked out of the club too, so that's all right. 
you're in good company. So bring every thought captive. So Colossians 1.27, this is what we've been talking about. God would make known what is the riches of the glory of, of the mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ, Christos, the anointed one, literally. If you go look up uh, Strong's 55.47, and it's from the root, it says to, to uh, wipe olive oil on. It's in the Old Testament that they would take olive oil and put it on them. It's symbolic of the Holy Spirit. That's on every one of you and in you and through you. Amen. So that's what that means, guys. So if there's a business challenge, he goes, I don't want you to focus on the business challenge. I want you to set your sights on Christ in me. Take every thought captive to the anointed one. All of heaven is attracted to me. Everything good is attracted to me. All of his resources are attracted to me. All of his joy is attracted to me. All of his restoration power is attracted to me. Amen? Does that make sense? So I'm feeling, if, I'm, if I'm feeling depressed, what should I be focused on? Man, all and everything the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit has is attracted to me. This situation is going to be over quickly, and I can have joy. Amen? In fact, if anything's lost, what, what do you need to be focused on? The restoration and more. He always takes you to a place where it's better than where you were before. Does that make sense? And I'm telling you guys, that's the... It, as we read different uh, authors and success books, and, and er- they all say the same thing. They go, when you start operating out of gratitude versus this, that, and do this more, do that less, everything starts to flow. And you literally, I believe, you get rewired down to the, the DNA level, and uh, you start living like this. You start living with this confident expectation of good. That's what hope is. The confident expectation that this situation is going to be glorified so that the world will marvel. And you know who else is going to marvel? You are. You're going to go, that was awesome. That was awesome. You're going to start doing what they do. You know what? That would be nice to have this over there. And there's, there's scripture that says, before you even ask, I answer, because he's outside of time. And when you start operating like that, guys, where you just, you do your best to start focusing on, you know what? Here's the situation. I'm not going to let my mind fester and go down that road. That's just called worry. We've talked about that before. All of you know how to meditate really well, because people go, I don't know how to meditate. Yes, you do. You worry all day. That's meditation on the wrong thing, which causes anxiety, which causes fear, etc. If you do the opposite, here's the problem. Stop looking at the problem and looking at Christ, the anointed one in me. He didn't have problems, amen? And then the early church didn't have problems either. Paul and Silas are thrown in jail, and what happens? They start singing and praising God, and the shackles come off, the gates fall off, the people fall down, and they cruise out. Isn't that wild? So... Peter, Paul, John, all these guys, they, would, they were so conscious of the anointing, they would walk by the sick, their shadow would heal people. That's pretty cool. You know, that's what we were talking about. The early church operated like that. And you know what? The scriptures hadn't been written yet. Isn't that interesting? So he's your reference point. Hey, I love scripture, but what did they do for the first 400 years? Radically changed the world when they didn't have scripture. Does that make sense? I don't, I don't see most of us are shadows healing people anymore. But we're getting there. The more we focus on Christ in me, the anointing in me, the hope of glory. Amen? When we walk into businesses at such a good, this is how it's going to be. Christ in me, the hope of glory. I don't need to do what everybody else is doing, running around, worried, etc. I'm conscious of the anointing. He will turn it around in my favor. If, I'm the, if there's one job, if there's one house, if there's one sale, anything, it'll come to you when you're conscious of the anointing. That's just how it is. Right? Doesn't that sound better? And it's not hard, guys, because he's given you the ability to do one thing. Imagine 
what it would look like if you were victorious in your marriage, if it would look like if you're victorious in your business, victorious in every situation, that's how everything flows. That's how the kingdom of God operates. Does that help you guys? <sighs> that's exciting to me, actually, because <laughs> I want you guys to live life, man. I want you to live it more abundantly. So anyway, God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ, the anointed one in you, the hope of glory. So the confident expectation that this situation is going to be glorified is if Jesus was in it, because he is in it. Does that make sense? I love that. And so, who, and if you go down to verse 28, whom we preach, warning every man. It's not a, I warn you. It's not like that, guys. It's, it's like um, celebrating kind of, if you go look at it, and teaching every man in all wisdom that we may present, how many men? Every man, perfect. And that word is teleos. Jesus is the teleos. Jesus is the end. There's all these teleoses if you go look. So the end is what? Teleos. So it says perfect, without shortcoming, and fully efficient in the anointed one. He's not trying to get them there. He's presenting them there. Does that make sense? He goes, I want to present every man teleos, complete in Christ. Not trying to get there, not begging to get there. I am perfect in every way, totally efficient, without shortcoming, because I'm in the anointed one. How's that? That's how I want to start looking at your problems. You know, um, let's go to this next, I think, yeah, this is so good. Oh, I was thinking about this today. So Ephesians 4, <clears throat> we've talked about this, but it was just hitting me again today. There is one body, there's one spirit, just as you were called in one confident expectation of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, right? One God and Father of all. This is what I love. He's above all, through all, and in you all. Where is anything outside of all those alls? So here's what I want you to understand, guys. If you understand that, he's above all, through all, and in all. Perfect health perfect provision, perfect joy, perfect everything is above you, in you, through you. So no matter what's going on, the solution to everyone, your problem is where? You're surrounded by it. You're in it. Your problem is in the same place as his glory, his anointing. So all he wants you to do is open yourself up to him, is really just kind of quiet yourself and go, Christ in me, the hope of glory. I am the anointed one. Every, every situation, every problem bows at his anointing because the solution to anything I'm ever gonna need is right in, through, and withholds me because all of God's essence, God's love, he's radically forgiving, he's joyful, he's slow to anger, all these different things. Everything that God is, is in you, through you, all you, right? So there's nothing lacking, he goes, where you start messing up is when you start thinking this good and evil tree, stop that. I'm only good and I'm only love and I'm only light and I will do everything that I am and who I am because I am. Does that make sense? So the solution to your problem is in you, through you, all you. He wants you to just get quiet with him and start why we do praise and worship. So I think the best times typically are in the morning and right before you go to bed. Now remind yourself throughout the day, but you know what? <sighs> Take some deep breaths, try to quiet yourself and realize, hey, that God's not... God's not too worried about my situation. He, he has the confident expectation I'm gonna, this situation is going to be glorified. Amen? And he goes, uh, if you just get quiet, I'll talk to you. I, I know the solution to that problem. I'm pretty good at these problem deals. Does that make sense? Are there any problems in heaven? 
No, he doesn't, he, he, he's not really used to problems. He's just, he's really, we were sharing that, I'll probably hit some of these verses next week, but James 1, it says, uh, rejoice, it says, um, what does it say? Joy, oh, I couldn't do this at my house either. Let me get it right, because I love this. <laughs> when you think about it, it's really, we don't do this, and I'm, I'm, I need to get there. So it's James 1. Let me just read it to you so I don't mess it up. He says, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into temptations. Now, how many of us honestly do that? And that we were kind of joking. It would be like this. I'd call Justin up. Justin, guess what? I've got a trial I'm going through. Most of us do this. Pray for me. The devil's after me, right? Something stupid. What it should be is Justin should go, dude, I'm so envious. I can't wait for a, a trial, <laughs> right? Isn't that what he's saying? He says, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into temptation, knowing this, he wants you to know this, that the trying of your faith works patience. Let patience have her complete work, that you may be perfect and entire, lacking nothing. So in your trial, he goes, you're not going to lack anything. Don't worry. Count it all joy, because I'm just going to show up one more time, restore the relationship, rock the business, give you a promotion, whatever you need, because that's how I work, and that's who I am, and I am the anointing, and you're one with me. Does that make sense to you guys? So that's where you get your mind off the... Uh, uh, so, you know, it, health challenges too, guys. You know what the biggest thing you're going to have to do is get your mind... Off, what are the mental pictures going into the, your mind and heart? Because the ability he's given us is to imagine, use our imagination, use our speech. The spiritual things is where everything happens. Does that make sense? So watch the mental pictures going on in every situation in your life, and I promise you, you'll start to radically change your life. You will. That's just how it is. When you consciously go, you know what? I feel like crap. My life sucks. Everything's falling apart, but you know what? I'm joyful because he's going to overcome this one too. I'm telling you, life starts to happen. doesn't mean it's pretty. doesn't mean it's fun, but when you start, he's given you the ability to choose life. Don't choose good and evil. Choose life, and then you'll start to experience life. Does that make sense? All right, so you guys getting this? Because his anointing is through you, in you, all over, and he freely gives. And every situation bows. Darkness bows at light. This is how it is. Amen? So then if you keep going down, it says in verse 8, it says, when he ascended on high, he led captivity captive. This was after he went to the depths of the earth, right? He said, I went to the depths of the earth, and then he ascended on high. You guys know the scripture? Maybe not, but... Just trust me, all right? So he says, when he ascended on high, he led captivity captive, and he gave gifts to men. Now this, he ascended. What does it mean? But that he also first descended into the lower parts of the earth. So he goes, if he ascended, he had to be where? Because ascending means going up. So where was he? Down, right? So that's what he's saying. If he ascended, just realize that he was already down. So he descended is also the one who ascended far above all the heavens. And where are you seated spiritually? Far above all principles, every power, anything else that would ever be against you, you're seated with him, already glorified in him, because you're in the teleos, you're, in, you're outside of time, you're seated with him. That's what he wants to get your mind on. He goes, get your mind on things above, not everything going on here. Follow me? Man, my counseling sessions would be really fast if people would do this, actually. If they all want to tell me about their spouse or this or that and everything else, I go, get off that. Get off that. Stop being a pinhead. Get your mind above things. I'm serious, guys. It's experience life, guys. Experience life, amen? Hey, did we have every excuse to do everything wrong? 
And you know what we said? We're just, we're the idiots in this thing. I'm gonna start focusing on life. I'm gonna focus on the fact that every challenge is overcoming his goodness and light. Amen? Sorry if I called you a pinhead, but I'm calling myself a pinhead too because I used, still am in some shades. So, he who descended is also the one who ascended far above all the heavens that he might fill how many things? And that's what it says, guys. So that's what Apostle Paul is saying. I can't imagine any situation, life, death, poverty, this, sickness, disease. Romans 8 says, nothing can separate you from him because he's in through and withholds everything. So it says things in heaven, things on earth, things below the earth. Where, where, what is he leaving out? Paul teaches this over and over and over. He's trying to show you that he fills all things. Does that make sense? There's, he, listen, he, he's, he's not really concerned about your problem. He's concerned about you. He's like, get your mind on me and the anointing in you and you watch, your problem will vanish. It'll go away so that you give me glory again. Does that make sense? Not that he really needs it, but he, he wants us to have life. So that he might fill all things. So is your challenge filled with him? Yes. Does darkness ever struggle with light? Never. Does it? So I don't care what's going on in your life, whether it's a relationship, whether it's business, whatever. He goes, have the confident expectation of glory. Guys, I want, I want people to start living out of their spirit, not if I do this, then God does this, that you are, I am. You are blessed. You are healed. You are restored. You're not separate. Everything he has is yours. Amen? And that's how you start living out of the anointing in the spirit. All answers will come to you. You go, Lord, you know what? I, I don't necessarily know the answer to this problem, but I know you do. Because problems aren't really a big deal to you. And that's living out of the spirit, guys. Not out of religious things. And uh, I would just challenge most of you guys, when you wake up in the morning, don't even get your Bible. Don't even get anything yet. Is just start encouraging yourself in the spirit sing songs in the spirit if you want right you know what all situations bow because the anointing in me businesses rock because the anointing in me these challenges just disappear and are restored because the anointing in me that's why we do praise and worship before so you're more in a uh, a, a, an atmosphere to start receiving what he freely gives does that make sense to you guys so before you get on Facebook, before you get on email, all those things, is there really anything that good going on most of the time in any of that? I can tell you Colorado Springs news five years from now. I can. Some guy's house was broken into. Somebody got killed on I-25. Republicans hate Democrats. Democrats hate Republicans. Muslim hates Christians. Christians hate Muslims. There's no life in that. That's the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, isn't it? Stock market's doing this. I hate all that stuff. I hate it all. Because if I need to know something, you know who tells me? He does. Because he's in, through, and withholds all things. I carry the anointing. What am I worried about any of that stuff for? Does that make sense? If I, honestly, if I need to know, I'll have an urging to go, hey, go, go look at this thing. And then I'll look at it and go, oh, that's cool. And then something happens good. Follow me? It's just an easier, better way to live, is my opinion. So he's in, through, and withholds. It's actually, you can live a little bit more joyful. And uh, is this helping anybody? And all he's really saying is, don't eat from that tree if then, you know, I see that so much. Eat from the tree of, I am the anointed one, I carry it, and all things are gonna rock in my life because of him in my life. And I'm telling you, it'll radically turn it around, fast. You don't have to wait for all this stuff. And then you'll wonder, a month ago, go, why did I even believe this way? Why didn't you even think this way? Why didn't you even think there was problems, etc.? You'll start living like this. Hey, that would be nice to have this, and sure enough, it happens. 
Because he answered, see, he's outside of time. So he's not waiting for you to do anything. If you go, I'll answer before you even ask, that's who I am. I'm just the I am. Isn't that cool? So he goes, I know what you need before you ask. Just ask so I can be the cool guy again. But he's going to give it to you no matter what. Anything life he gives freely. Does that help you guys? All right, this last slide. How are we doing? Okay, I'm almost done. You guys doing good? All right. So I'm trying to get this across. Hopefully you, all you guys online, et cetera, are, are getting this. Is, um, we are co-creators with him. We're created in his image. It, he's given us the divine ability to, to uh, create life with him, to receive life with him, create life with him. And so he's in all, through all, Christ in you, the hope of glory. All he's trying to show is you're one with the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. You're one with the anointing. All of heaven's resources are at, not even at your command, is he's realizing all of heaven's resources flow through the Spirit through you. So if you change what's going on inside, because you can, he's given you the ability to, even if it's for 30 seconds, guys, start focusing on only life, not this, then this. Gosh, this happened and then this happened. Or this guy's doing this and this guy, no. Everything good is going to happen in my life because he's for me. He'll even make my mistakes prosper. Now you can start living free, amen? And that's why I can go, Justin, I've got a trial. He's like, dude, I got one too. Fired up, man. That's awesome because he's going to show us one more time we're not lacking anything. Does that make sense? So there's no worry. Hey, you get a bad diagnosis. Watch the mental pictures going on. Is he really that concerned about how, how he's going to heal you? Not even close. Not even close. But I think how a lot of you guys are taught about faith and everything else, you get nervous right away and you wonder if you have enough faith to overcome this battle. And what God's trying to go is the anointing has no battle. It's finished. It's over. All darkness flees in my presence. And guess what? I'm one with you. So that you're healing. You're swimming in it, guys. Your provision, you're swimming in it because all he's in all through all. Your victory in, in business, you're swimming in it. Amen? And even if it looks like failure, what does he do? That's all right, I got something better. I'll even restore that. Isn't that a fun way to live? To me it is. And if you can just imagine it, in fact, I was just reading this story, this guy, oh, it's so good. This... Uh, this child had been born without ears and any hearing ability, like the mechanisms in their head. And the father's like, you know what? That, that's not a limitation to my God. And miraculously, this child hears. And the scientists are going, they, that's impossible. They don't even have, like, eardrums. Because it doesn't matter. That's the limitlessness of God. Does that make sense? So I want you to start taking the governors off your life, the limits off your life. Stop focusing on what it looks like and focus on what you really desire. Does that make sense? If I, could, if I knew I could have anything and uh, life could look like this, here's what it would look like a month from now. Here's what it would look like five years from now. And start using your imagination. He's giving you the ability to dream, to imagine, etc. That's the spiritual part of you. Follow me? And when you start focusing on that, it's just a matter of time. We have the unique ability to become what we focus on is what it says. And here we see dimly, the ultimate perfection is telos, Christ. It says here we see dimly because we have this body, but then we're gonna see him face to face and the spirit himself will transform us into his very image. Amen? 
but we can do it now. That's the thing. He goes, I want you to start living life now. There's no challenge that even looks like a challenge to me. The anointing in you will overcome it and you'll live victoriously. Follow me? So what's your, what's your really work? Labor to think on the right things, to imagine the right things. Does that make sense? So when, when we were really struggling in our marriage, when we were first married, when we finally just said, you know what, this is goofy. We're gonna make this work. And we just did, right? We quit the marriage stuff. Hey, go to this counselor. That was... They're going to they're gonna, they're gonna have you focus on all kinds of nonsense. They're going to go, did you ever do this? Yes. Can we just stop the crap already? I've done it all. We're here to live life, and we're here to win in this thing. Does that make sense? We're only going to focus on life as best we can. And I'm telling you, it starts to flow, man. It starts to flow versus he does this, she does that. My business does this, my business does that. The economy, shmanami. Hey, live victoriously, guys. Start to focus only on life, and everything starts to work. Does that make sense? So most of you guys got to turn off all the la, 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 all the economic nonsense and everything else. And some of you are good at it, but he's way better at it. <laughs> he doesn't see that, right? Does this help you guys? I'm not too strong, am I? Okay. Because everything he, it, it, does love give? Yes, love gives, right? So who he is, he says he's in all through all, the anointing's in all. Love, he, he is love, you have, a rep, you, so listen, you are loved, you are valuable, you are forgiven, he's compassionate to you, is he not? You have the anointing for every situation, any healing, he's already done it, and he goes, you're swimming in your healing, just start focusing on the healing, focusing on, I am love, I perfectly love you, because faith becomes effectual or worketh by what? Love, guys. So he said, if you know how much I love you, just know every situation I'll already handle before you've even asked. You're going to be prosperous through this deal. You're going to win again in this deal because I'm not real accustomed to losing and neither are you because Christ's in you, the hope of glory. Amen? And so uh, anyway, that's how it is. So all things are possible to him who is persuaded. How you become persuaded, guys, is not working it up, faithing it, spitting tongues, any of this nonsense. It's using your imagination to start seeing and, and focusing on the anointing in you. I can be confident of this is what's going to happen in my life. You really start using your, your, your vision, your imagination to go, if I could pick anything, this is what it would look like. Amen? And life starts to happen. It's really fascinating. So we need to break the cycle of fear, worry, anxiety. We're all good at that. So do it for a little bit and then go, I'm done with that, right? Because all worry is this, is if this could happen, then this would happen. Then you take it the next step. So you're mentally, consciously going, but then this would happen and then this would happen. And then if this happened, this would happen. And where does it always lead to? Death, right? And he goes, you don't even have to fear that. I've conquered that. I rose on the third day. So none of you have to be fearful of death anymore. That's what he said. There's only life. You're going to be victorious. Even if you die, he goes, you still win because I've conquered death. Amen? See who, he's life and life more abundantly. He's only the tree of life. He's not the tree of anything else. So knowing that we have the anointing in us, the anointing to heal, to comfort, overcome everything. It's available all the time. We just need to start tuning into it. And how do you do that? Get quiet with him and start encouraging yourself. This is who I am. This is what my wife to look, this is what my wife to look like too. So uh, <laughs> I do do that, don't I? I wake up and I go, whoa. She goes, what? I go, it's working. <laughs> it's fun in my house. That's what we do, isn't it? It's true, isn't it? Even when you first wake up in your jammies, I just stop. She goes, what? I go, it's working. <laughs> she goes, what? I go, yow. Anyway, 
It's true, man. It starts, to, it starts to look like that. Hey, stop seeing your spouse who you think she is. Start seeing them. How does God see him? Like, that's the baddest dude on the planet. That's the most gorgeous bride on the planet. That is awesome. And I'm telling you, start to live that way. It's really good. It, it works. It's, you'll be excited. So we'll go to New York together, and it'll be fun. So everything you're ever going to need, you're swimming in it. He's in through all of he is. Is, is this helping you? Oh, that's right. We're one with God. God is not bound by any natural situation. So when there's situations going on, does life happen to every one of us? Yes, yes daily. We're going through stuff, you know, as we speak. It happens all the time. That's why I always go, people go, does things happen to you? Yes, I've got thousands of you in my life. Right? <laughs> I'm trying to get less of it, to be honest with you. Because if you catch some of this stuff, man, if you catch this, that I am the anointed, go look at the stories where the anointing was on people. And you have it. You have it. There's no situation where you're, you're stuck. You just go, wow, one more thing. Joyful, man, when you fall into every temptation. He says, you have to consciously be joyful. Because you're not going to lack anything. You're going you're to be complete in that situation. So he's limitless. When we use our God-given ability to imagine, he's given you the ability to imagine, to use your imagination, to use your thoughts, the spiritual part of you. Does that make sense? That's what most people don't do. They start imagining the wrong things, and all of a sudden they feel worried, angry, anxious, separated, all the things that he's not. And so in good... When we use our God-given ability to imagine love, light, good in every situation, faith is effortless then. You'll start to be empowered. You'll start to work out of the spirit. You won't have to work up faith. You'll naturally have it. That's what I want you to get. When you start feeling grateful about everything, you start really being gratitude in everything, your businesses will rock. Your marriages will, will rock. Your stuff will just start to happen in your life because the anointing, you'll be like a lot of these Old Testament guys, the New Testament uh, apostles, etc. Stuff happened to them. And it rubbed off on other people. Did it not? That's what we need to start living. Because he says, you know what? Christ is not our example. Christ is the example of you, is what he says. You're my life. So that's the telos. If you want to know what your life's going to look like, start looking at Jesus. And go, that's how I'm supposed to live. That's pretty cool. Isn't it? Does that help you guys? So the best you can, I want you to consciously this week go... And don't be disappointed because you'll, you'll really be really bad at it initially. You've heard Barb and I talk about that when we're like, you know what, we're only going to be positive. We got the little yellow note cards out. Like 60 seconds into it. Every time we think something negative or speak anything other than life, I had to put a check. I had like 11 checks in the first 60 seconds. I'm like, whose stupid idea was this notepad thing? So, yeah, check, exactly. That's what we did. That would be like another check. I'm like, doggone, check, right? But I guess, I'm telling you, you start to get better at it. And after a while, you just go, man, just another situation. Show me your glory. Show me your glory. Where the confident expectation, he will glorify you. I promise you. Amen? All right, you can get to your feet. Oh, the belief comes naturally when you start focusing on the right thing, guys. Your businesses, your careers, everything starts to flow. Because that's what he wants. That's what he wants you to live. So anyway, whatever you're going on, whatever's going on in your life, As best you can, imagine if God was completely in through in that situation, in that business, in that marriage, in that uh, uh, job hunt, in that career situation. If Jesus and the anointing, all of heaven's resources were attracted to that, what would it look like? And that's where you start letting your mind go. You start taking the limits off, get rid of that old, worn out, 
thoughts, speech, everything else, and go, this is what it would look like. And do your best to focus on that, and then start confessing, this is what my life's going to look like. This is who I am. God in me, Christ in me, the anointing's in me, the hope of glory. For sickness, he gives you health. For depression, he gives you joy. For lack, he gives you abundance. For any separation, he gives you restoration. That's just who he is, guys. Just please believe that enough to at least try using your imagination to see the end from the beginning through his eyes. So I'm telling you, it'll rock your world. The glory that he'll show you will just be awesome. So we just thank you for that in Jesus' magnificent name. Amen, amen, amen. If you need prayer, et cetera, you can come on up, but hopefully this makes sense. I really believe the next couple of weeks as we really dive into this, guys, is the most important things you could ever know to radically change every part of your life. So God bless you guys. We'll see you on the trail. <laughs>